Hi everybody. Welcome to Sister Friend Podcast. It's been a minute. Um first of all, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, whether you're a biological mother, a stepmother, a godmother, a auntie that act like a mother. <laughs> Oh my gosh, just happy Mother's Day. Today is a very special episode. I have a very, very, very special guest here. And she's very special because without her, there would be no Kiana. Say hi to the world. (laughs) Hi, world. (laughs) You want to introduce yourself? Yes, I am Pamela Radford. I am Kiana's mother. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> she gonna try to act shy, y'all, but everybody who know my mama knows she a firecracker. I'm a little bit on the shy side. I am. Okay, if you say so. So, this episode is gonna be titled The Cost of a Mother's Love, just in honor of Mother's Day. Oh, I'll- Jesus, please don't. Ask me nothing that's gonna make me cry. No, you gonna be all right. It's we not gonna get too deep. We gonna get deep. We not gonna get too deep. So, um, for those people who don't know, I consider my mom to be a single mom because she was married at one point, but um, her and my father went separate ways, and um, our family took a turn just in the dynamic as far as our household so i thought it would be real cool for me to interview my mom on our friend i thought it would be a good aspect because she knows the life of a married mother and she knows the life of a single mother so she's and she knows the life of being a mom to to raising black men she knows the life of being a mom and raising black women so i feel like i would get the best of both worlds in every aspect so you ready mom i'm ready okay so what was your biggest fear in raising a black man the biggest fear that i had was that someone would start selling drugs why why did it why was it immediately that though because at the time, at the time when I was raising them by myself, that was the thing to do. Um, it was a lot of guys out there that's, that were selling drugs and stuff. And I just had a really, really big fear that as black men in the neighborhoods that we lived in, that they would see that and think that that's what they were supposed to do. And then also I wanted to ask you, because I think of me and Tashana, we talk about this all the time. Like, how... I don't know how to say... Okay, everybody... Well, not everybody don't know this, but I'm going to just say it now. We grew up for a while. We were in the ghetto. Like, we grew up in the ghetto for a while. And I know a majority of it was when I was very, very young. So, I don't have too many memories of it. But I, I, I can see the pictures. And I remember the street signs. We grew up in the ghetto. But we never felt 
the struggle and I just wanted to know like how how did you accomplish that like for us to not even identify that we were living in somewhat of an impoverished state (laughs) I don't know I don't know how what mentality that I had but I didn't let y'all I didn't really let y'all outside to play what no I didn't really let y'all outside to play and if I took y'all somewhere (laughs) It wasn't to um, parks that, and and I don't want to sound prejudiced against my own people, but sometimes you just have to do certain things to ensure that you're doing what's right for your kids. So I wouldn't take y'all to parks that had a lot of black people per se at the park so we went to parks outside of our neighborhood and that's where we played at and I didn't let y'all play outside in the neighborhood and if you did play outside in the neighborhood then I'd be outside with you okay so jumping back to fears and being a parent what was your biggest fear in raising black women that y'all would be ghetto and 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 um like i see some of these girls around here flaunting their body and showing off all their junk and stuff well we know i'm not that well we know that you (laughs) you are definitely not that but that was my biggest fear and i never ever wanted to see one of my daughters just put their body on display like that 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 that's I I never like to see women like that. Okay. So, in your experience, from the time that you were married up until the time that you went through a period where you didn't want to be bothered with men, all the way through the point where you were actually actively dating, do you think that men or black men specifically do you do you think that they have any value for women as the mother of their children? Of course, of course, black men have a lot of value. Even if you have a man, a black man, and he don't have a whole lot of money what he can give to his children as far as love and and spending time with them that is a lot it is really really a lot it makes a huge difference yes ma'am it really does that's why i've i've never been against you guys spending time with your father or anything like that i I wanted you to spend time with him, even if he didn't, even if he didn't, wasn't taking care of you the way that he should have taken care of you. I've always wanted you to have that father daughter relationship because it's very important. Okay. So black people are typically like stapled to be very big on like physical punishment. So I mean, we got whoopings. I already know we got, like, everybody know we got whoopings. But I just want to know your opinion. Do you think that spankings and whoopings are the only effective form of discipline? No, it's not the only effective form of discipline. But it's the first thing that comes to mind when when 
in in my family it's the first thing that came to my mind when you did something that you wasn't wasn't supposed to do you got a spanking and 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 i would say that the next time you would thought of you would think about what happened and the repercussions of what happened and you wouldn't do what you did anymore and a good example is when that time when you let your grades drop in school they didn't drop badly but it was not the norm for you and i spanked you <laughs> and when you brought those grades up you came back to me and you say oh mama thank you for whooping my butt <laughs> Okay, so I, like, there was a point in growing up where I kind of noticed that you took a different approach with each of your children on how you would reprimand us. Like, if we were disrespectful or we got out of line, if we were sliding in school, you took different measures of punishment based on who it was. Like, when did you decide that you needed to start curating the way that you raised each child? When I, when I realized that everybody has a different personality and I had to react to you guys in different ways. Okay. Okay, so when it comes to you as a person, is there a separation between your life as a woman as a, and your life as a mom? Like, is there a separate, do you have to compartmentalize each aspect of yourself? A little bit, but I think it's, I think it's more, more so with, with, um, those boys than it is with 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 your you girls i heard you say that before like especially when it came to jermaine like when he started dating women because he was like he got to a point where he was he i don't even think he really had an ugly face like he was just immediately handsome and he noticed uh, like he started getting more and more attention from girls and you had a talk with him where you told him like i'm your mother but i'm a woman first exactly exactly so that's where you had to separate yourself like i want to i want my son to be a certain type of man so i need to let him know that as a woman he has to treat these girls a certain kind of way exactly okay well what about with me and tashana was there ever a time where you had to separate yourself between being a woman and being our mom um yeah it is a time um I have to, in, in that aspect of it, I have to say that what I had to do was try not to be judgmental because as a woman, think about it as a woman, Pam, women make mistakes. And even though these are my daughters, they are women and they have to make mistakes into in order to learn so I have to pull myself out of the situation so I'm not judging you on your mistakes so a lot of times when you do something I close my mouth 
because I myself as a woman had to go through a learning mysterious uh, learning period and I made a lot of mistakes mm -hmm. so I cannot I cannot hold your mistakes against you because I know that I made some too it's the learning process okay so how did you and I <laughs> this question you know that it's very personal to me but how did you handle especially me and Tashana how did you handle encouraging your children to maintain a relationship with their fathers if or for you is like when you don't really care for him as a person or you didn't care for him as a person that that i don't know if i can answer that question because it, it's it's really really hard to do especially when you see that that particular person may do something or not do something that is going to cause your child pain but just like I said before I had to put my feelings aside and what I thought about him so that you could have a, a relationship with him I, that that's always been very very important to me and remember I used to always tell y'all you know um, in the Bible in the Bible it says obey your parents it don't say obey your parent if if it's a good parent or if it's a bad parent it just simply states obey your parents and I always told y'all to have respect for him because he was your father yeah I remember that like even after even you after, would have yellow specs with you know, cussed so much and I was like, but y'all have to have and just hang up the phone him. and then as soon as you he don't even get a word in you hang up the phone and then you turn around to us and be like you y'all need to respect your daddy y'all cannot <laughs> talk to him like i talk to him <laughs> okay so when he, because I know that Michael's dad was active whenever he was able to, mm -hmm. but when it came specifically to me and Tashana, when it came to um, my daddy finally getting with the program, even if it was late in the game or even if it was a short period of time, did you still consider yourself a single mom while you were co-parenting with him? Yes. Is there like any specific reason why? Because the majority of the things, all of the discipline, I had to do it myself. All of the um, self-esteem building, I had to do it myself. Mm. Um, he just wasn't, he just wasn't consistently in the picture. So I always had to pick up the slack. If he was consistently in the picture, then I would not have considered myself as being a single parent. 
but because he wasn't consistently in the picture then I always looked at myself as being a singer and sometimes even when I was married when we were together married I he was gone so much I still considered myself to be a single parent because I was there by myself with you guys so much was there ever a time where you could recall like where is there any moment you could pull from that period of you you guys being married and living under the same roof that you would actually distinguish like okay we're parenting together we're an actual family as opposed to when you decided to leave and you were by definition a single parent I think I think when I the the times when I saw us as being a family is when we were in the church. I knew you were gonna say. I knew you were gonna yes. say that. That's that's when it looks like we were actually a family. We did things together. The most important things that we always did together, and I even carried that over into being a single parent is. We always sat down and had breakfast together. We always sat down and had dinner together. I was we telling people did that. about that, like how daddy always wanted to make sure everybody ate together. Yeah. And I and those times that we would all all get together and and uh we call it healthy conversations that we used to have where I just let everybody express how they feel about one another and things that were going on in our in our lives things like that like when you told me i need to go on a diet <laughs> i was really? how old was I? I was like seven or eight really poor yeah i'm i'm just giving an example but anyway uh, so you mentioned that you thought that the best, like one of the biggest moments where you thought that we were actually a family was when we were in church. Do you feel like the church somewhat failed us in having a health and being a healthy family? Yes. Yes. Especially, especially for me a Pentecostal church mm-hmm. because they have certain they have certain ways of teaching that that I would say it would to me it it would lower a woman's self esteem um because it always says that the man is the head of the household and and it makes it seem like whatever the man does is the right thing to do and all the time the decisions that the man are making are not good decisions for the family yeah i feel like there's definitely a misinterpretation of grace yes when it yes. comes to marriage mm-hmm. I- and i and i and and there was a few ladies in in the church one time your dad your dad did something and honey <laughs> girl those and I was like you know what I'm done I'm finished I cannot do this and they was like oh well you can't do that you in the church and and um 
that's your family and that's your husband and you cannot do this and you cannot do that and you know what I did? I left the church. And I then I left him. It turned into a whole new woman. Pam ain't take no jump. <laughs> okay. Okay, so right now society we basically have this general idea that when it comes to the African American family, the majority specifically to put a number on it, there is a statistic out there that says like forty percent of African American homes are of absent fathers. Do you think right now today that statistic is still accurate? No, I yeah. It might be the the ratio might be off a little bit more now because it is a lot of single family homes. But I think I guess we see it differently because the friends that I have for the most part they're pretty active fathers even though they're not with the girls anymore. Mm-hmm. The guy friends that I have they're pretty active with their kids. So, I'm curious to see, like, do they mean, like, unmarried? Like, they just living with, because usually when, um. I think, I think that's, I think that's, that's, that would be accurate right there. It's, a lot of black men are not marrying the women that they have. They just coexisting together. Okay. So... How has being a mom changed your outlook or experiences when dating? You have to be very, very careful about who it is you let be around your kids. And and remember, remember, I dated. <laughs> oh my gosh! Here we go. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! Life. Remember, I dated um a Haitian. And that was when Haitian men were not popular at all. <laughs> Black kids, no kids, had any respect if yo if something about you was Haitian. If you dressed like a Haitian, if you looked like a Haitian, if you talked like a Haitian, you got no respect. Two people, <laughs> Haitians and Africans. Boy, you could not tell them that you was none of that. <laughs> and Lord, I had to explain over and over and over again. The only difference between you and these people is where you were born. They are the same as we are. <laughs> and I had to preach that over and over and over again <laughs> until y'all got it. Oh my gosh. Okay, so... I feel like I was cool with everybody. Well, I, most of the time, I'll, everybody I, everybody that came in contact with you, I don't know. Everybody just took to you. Maybe because it was because you were the youngest, the baby. But um, everybody got along with you. Everybody wanted to take care of you and, and give you what you wanted. That, that you got spoiled, really. You I do. think... I, you know, I think it had something to do with you leaving daddy when I was so young. I really do because I feel like if I'd have known or if I would have developed a relationship with him that was as much time as Tashauna, mm-hmm. then I probably would have been giving you the same problems that she was. 
Shauna wasn't happy. Nothing. Oh my. I even God. remember. I remember that there was a point where Daddy came back around, and I guess y'all were trying to work it out or whatever. And she still, she wasn't having that. She, she was like, Nah, bro, you got to, you got to go. Mm-hmm. She didn't want me to be with nobody. <laughs> she still don't want me to be with nobody. Oh my God, she want to have a boyfriend, but she don't want me to have nobody. <laughs> <laughs> this girl I'm was there ever a time where you dated somebody and I just wasn't well even if I wasn't feeling them I I still I didn't give you no hard time no you didn't I don't think it was nobody it was ever. one person that I did not like in the beginning and it was so funny because he like automatically told you like oh that's that's my girl. And I was like, Mama, I don't like you. <laughs> oh my God. But I ain't I didn't I ain't caused no trouble. And they ended up being my friend. <laughs> I, I believe I know who you're talking about. <laughs> okay, so something I wanted to ask you about because you did you actually did it twice. I wanted to ask you, how did you handle being a mother to a child that wasn't biologically yours? I'm asking this. Obviously, we're talking about my brother. My my Yeah, my oldest brother. Me and Tashana have a brother we share the same father with. That was my father's second child. And for whatever reason, he ended up under the custody of my dad when he was very young. So when him and my mother got married, she took him in as her own. She had her own two children as well. But when she decided to leave my father, she took his son with her. And then there was another moment where she was dating a guy. And his son came to visit. He was a very young, tiny little boy. And um, even after she ended a relationship with the man, she was still taking care of his son for quite some time before he went back home to his mother. So I just wanted to know, seeing as it happens to be a behavior trait of yours, how did you handle being a mother? It is a behavior trait. Once it's something that you do out of heart. Second, it's something that becomes, it's now a part of your character. So I just want to know, like, what is it? What was your thought process in mothering a child that was not biologically yours? Well, I think first with Bashel, it's it's um, it was hard at first adjusting. Mm-hmm. It was hard to be emotionally connected to him at first it really really was but I saw that he did not really have anybody a woman in his life to care for him so the only other person was me so I had the the um I just had to accept it and then and then um when Jermaine and Michael got to know him they loved him 
and who my children love I love who make my children happy they make me happy so that's how it went with Bashel now on the other hand with Jamie Jamie daddy was an idiot <laughs> <laughs> I'm just oh my god I'm sorry. I should not have said that <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Mama don't talk about my friend. That's bad to say about somebody, but uh, you know that boy that boy even thought his daddy was an idiot. And you used to tell me, Oh, Miss Pam, I don't want you to like your like my daddy. <laughs> he said it. The son said it. Oh my god. But um his daddy was not a good daddy and then when I learned about his mom his dad wanted him to be here in Orlando so he can spend time with him but he didn't have the resources the resources of the means to have him appropriately yes mm-hmm. or or he did not know how to be a father so then he would leave him with me and and me my me I just love kids. Mhm. I love me some kids. They fun and they make me feel happy. I just love me some kids. Especially teachable kids. Teach kids that you can teach how to behave themselves. Now, I love me some kids, but some bad kids, you can take them and go somewhere else with them, and I don't want nothing to do with them, and they're going to get spanked all day long. <laughs> now but, you, but you had to spank Jamie a few times when he got here. But he learned fast. <laughs> Jamie learned fast. <laughs> Bashel learned fast. But you got some of them stubborn kids, like, we're not going to say any names. <laughs> But they were here tonight. Pop, pop. (laughs) (laughs) That just have not gotten it yet. And I'm just going to have to get me a ruler. (laughs) You're going to have to wear my stick. (laughs) Okay, so. um, Do you feel like, because now co-parenting is becoming a bigger thing. Like kids my age. I feel like they're maturing more to notice that it's better for you to just suck up and bear it with the other parent to make sure that your child grows up to be a stable individual. And it's there are still some parents out there that can't get along or it's still some daddies out there that can't get with the program. But for the most part, children our age, our friends, they're starting to be more wise in co-parenting. But I wanted to ask your opinion. Do you think that there's still an unfair dynamic between mothers and fathers um, when it comes to co-parenting? I ask that because, like, even if he's an active father, like, how much time do you really spend with a child? Like, if they live with their mama, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of unfair because even though you're an active dad, like, I still got to feel deal with those Peter bed nights. And I still got to deal with the nightmares And when stuff happens at school They don't call the daddy first Who do they call? They call the mom Exactly and When the child misbehaves When the child misbehaves in the streets They find the mama They don't find the daddy And I also feel Feel 
it's unfair financially because um society base base um what a man does for a child financially off of the amount of money that he makes but they don't look at all of the things the that actual a mother, expenses for a child yes your a mother is providing a roof over their head um electricity bill have to be paid you got to buy clothes you got to buy shoes you got to feed them you got to pay for field trips it's a whole lot of stuff that that they don't take in considerations that mothers have to do single mothers have to do um financially but all they look at is how much a man make and that is so one-sided. I never thought about that, though. Like, when it comes to child support, you get a base rate compared to what he his actual income is. But then you got the mother. She has to deal with all the, quote-unquote, unexpected expenses. Exactly. And then, also, you have to constantly, because you spend, like, at least 80% of your time. They spend 80% of their time with you. You got to deal with the want, the needs, and the wants. Exactly. That's exactly. I never thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. So y'all men that think y'all doing something because you paying child support, you need to come up with some <laughs> more money. <laughs> okay, so something else I want to ask you: What's one thing that your mother did that Granny did that you promised you would never use that? tactic in parenting girl spank my kids but that was a big old lie <laughs> you said you ain't gonna never spank your kids I, when 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 she used to whoop us when i was I, I used to be like i ain't never gonna beat my kids but granny can't give a whooping no chat oh my gosh <laughs> yes she can yes she can but that that was the one thing i used to say i'm not never gonna beat my kids and another thing is, when we were kids, I cannot remember her saying to me, Pam, I love you. And I I used to always tell myself, every day, I'm going to tell my children that I love them. Because I need them to know. Because I grew up not knowing because she never said it. She took care of us. She took good care of us. And made sure that she could give us some of the things that we want. We all we was always fed. She always washed our clothes. She did what a mother was supposed, was supposed to, to do. But out of her mouth, I cannot remember hearing her saying... I love you. And I promised myself that my children were going to hear that. So, do you think do you think that's a cultural thing because I know that granny and grandma they was like they grew up kind of sort of around the same time and we were talking about this with daddy's side one time and um two of our aunties actually pointed out like the same thing about grandma. Like, they never noticed her. She did what she was supposed to do as a parent, and she was very attentive to them, but she never 
verbally expressed affection in that way you think it had something to do with like the time that they grew up in i think it was because i remember my mom saying that her mother never said those things to her to them they they just they just did as mothers they just did what they were supposed to do and i guess the kids were supposed to to know by the things that the mom did to take care of them but but that is something that people need to hear a wife needs to hear her husband say to her i love you i care for you i think that you are attractive your children need to hear from you you are beautiful i love you that's something that 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 people need to hear you're you're not only supposed to just your actions should match what comes out of your mouth mm-hmm. so i know me and tashana dealt with insecurities growing up when we got to that age where we were like oh boys liking us us liking boys and you were actually okay with us having guy friends Mm-hmm. Did you ever have any of those issues with the boys? Like where they had insecurity problems with themselves? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. Because I that those boys had some really good men to um to talk with, to tell them about being a man. You know, Brother Brooks was a really good influence on Michael. Shout out to Uncle Willie. Yeah, he was a really good influence because there were things that that Michael was talking about with Brother Brooks. I didn't even know he was talking about it <laughs> with him until till the subject came up. He he said he had said something about a girl one time and I, and and how he's supposed to treat. Her. I'm like, who told you that? And he said that that uh, Brother Brooks had said it said it to him and I was like oh well I said you talk to him about stuff like that and he said yeah all the time so he had he had some some good people in his life to to um guide him in the right direction I think I think about the people that I done had surrounding me and all of you guys in my life and it says I've always heard people people say that it takes a village to raise a child i had four children i had to have four different villages (laughs) because it was different people that i went through with each child it was different people that i went to for different things it was different people that added things to your lives i think god and all the people that were in my village, that are in my village, for everything that they have added to to y'all's life, to my life. Because without them people, I don't know where I would be. I really, really don't. Mm. Okay, so you have... One, two, three, four. You have four biological grandchildren, and then you have 
an additional three grandchildren. What advice do you have for their mothers? I don't know. I'm I'm prejudiced against against their mothers because I feel like I do feel like I think Mimi is a good mom. Her children are 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 a little on the spoiled side, but I think for the most part she manages her time really well. She is she's so good with time. I was she talking about that the other her day. Time, time with and she's she's always making sure. They, that they are learning. Mm-hmm. She always makes sure that they she takes them out and stuff like that. With the other two moms, they don't, for me, they don't have good time management. When you don't have good time management, you have chaos. So basically, you just want them to maximize their time. They more. need to maximize their time. They really do. And, and, and anything for... I feel like anything that is a distraction for a child should be taken away from him. If he have a phone, it's a distraction, take it away. If he have Nintendo games, video, all those video games and stuff like that, that is a distraction, take it away. The most important thing for a child is his education. He should be learning something new every day. Okay, so what advice do you have for black fathers? To get on their job. And I have one son right now that needs to get on his job. He is, he with two of his children, he is an absent parent. Oh, snap, I lied. You got five biological grandchildren. I'm sorry, baby. Ooh. Yep, you left her out. It's, it, it's, it's, it's only one of his children that he is really, really active in that child's life. He is a very good father to that child. He have some things that he could approve, improve upon himself, but he's for the most part he's he's always there for her. He makes sure that she have her her clothes and everything in school, anything that she needs. She he makes sure. But the other two, he's not like that with them, and that is very unfair. And I don't like it. Child's a true black mother for you. She getting her kids together on air. She got it on tape. <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> well, I must say, mommy, I enjoyed our conversation today. And I thought you was going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to cry too, but I, I held it together. I'm before. glad you made it through. <laughs> Uh, we gotta get you back on the podcast again. I know you be laughing when you be hearing us talking. Girl, sometimes y'all wake me up in there and I be like, what in the world is going on in there? <laughs> Especially about that, that Judy thing. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, no. But we gotta get you back on. We gonna talk about some men next time. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Uh, do you want do you want to share your social media? I know you only have you only have Facebook. I only have Facebook. I have Snapchat too. Yeah, but you don't use it. You I want know. people to be on your Snapchat, mama? Girl, you know I am illiterate to a whole <laughs> lot of that stuff. 
<laughs> I know how to take cute pictures. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So if y'all got some, my mama looking for a new daddy child. So if y'all got some single men out there between the ages of 32 and 50, then you can follow. I'm going to put a link to her Facebook page. My mama cute. Don't sleep on her. So, and she, like I said, she like, no daddy. <laughs> no, don't say that, Pooh. I'm not, not looking for no new daddy. Oh my gosh. Girl, no. Okay, so I think we're going to call it a wrap. Um, Mommy, I just want you to know that I know I'm your book wild child, but I appreciate you. Your wisdom, even though you feel like I don't always take it. I appreciate your sternness and your honesty that you have with me. And most of all, I appreciate the fact that you allow me to be myself. Well, I appreciate in you that you were not a hard child to deal with. I appreciate that you try. You might not always succeed in what you do, but you try. And I know, I know, I know that you are a very, very, very intelligent young lady. And I I will be so happy when you bring it all together because I know that you are going to be successful. I know it. Just cross God be good to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. So that's it. Um, once you hear this episode, please rate, give us reviews, share with your friends, listen with your mom, subscribe to us. And if you have anything specific you want to hear us talk about, you can almost you can always email us at let's talk at sisterfriendpc.com. Um, don't forget to follow us on IG, Sister Friend PC, and also you can follow me as well at Kitty2K. That's K-I-T-T-Y. The number two is letter K. If y'all want to get my mama back on, then just say so and I'll find a way to get it back on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, once again, I want to say happy Mother's Day to everybody and specifically to you. Happy Mother's Day, Pam. Thank you. <laughs> don't call me Pam. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs>